Hello, my friends. Welcome back to the Northfield Podcast. I'm your host, Caleb Gordon. Thank you so, so very much, my friends, for coming back to listen. Um, I want to say thanks to our friends at Outpost Coffee for providing us with incredible caffeinated beverages. Um, I already had two today. You can't go wrong with it. Uh, great stocking stuff or idea to get a gift card from outpostcoffeeco.com. Oh, my goodness gracious. Okay, so I, I want to talk to you guys about what's happening in the world. Oh my goodness, if you're paying attention even a little bit, like there's some insane things that are taking place. Um, China, what is going on? Like they are, like I know that they are a communist dictatorship and like you're seeing what can take place inside of a communist regime. They are literally, they have COVID lockdown restrictions right this very minute. And people are freaking out. They're like, no, 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 no. We're not going to do this. We don't want to do this. So they're protesting. So they are building these concentration camps to house 90,000 people. And they are welding the doors closed to keep people inside. Like, this is crazy. And this is what is going to happen if we allow a dictatorship to form in America. And you don't think, oh, there's no way that that could happen here in America. Caleb, you're, you're just mistaken. It never happened. We'll go to civil war over that before it happened. I just don't think we will. I mean, we're not standing up to anything. We won't stand up against any of this stuff. Why in the world would we, we didn't stand up against COVID the first time? People are like, well, they're 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 doing it now. They're not doing. They're not putting a mask on. Listen, I was out this weekend. There's still crazy people wearing masks, and there's like it, it. It's been proven nothing's wrong, and people are still putting these masks on. And I'm telling you, stuff is getting ready to get insane. Economists are saying that 2023 is going to be a full fledged ep- economic meltdown in 2023. And what are people doing? We're ignoring it. They're going to use something again to get people so afraid of of what's going on in the world today that they are going to they're, they're going to do something. They're going to use something. And what's happening is people are not paying attention. People are not paying attention. Um, <clears throat> this last week, I, I talked about this. Actually, addressed this with my church. Um, you can go back and listen to that sermon um, uh, where, <laughs> like, this is happening in real time right now in front of us. There is um, nine, there are nine major banks that are, that are coming alongside the Federal Reserve, and they are doing a 12-week pilot program for digital currency, doing transactions, mimicking and, and imitating transactions Deposits and withdrawals, deposits and withdrawals, like customers would do with their accounts to see how this digital currency will work. And they, I, you mark my words, they are fixing to enable and, and set up this digital dollar so that they can monitor and control what we do with our money. Because if you can control what people spend their money on, you control people. And this is coming down the pike. We better figure out what to do here. And I think it's interesting. They just had a report that came out just this morning that said the housing market is in a full-fledged crisis collapse. It just came out. I just read it. 
where uh, there is a there is a full fledged collapse in home prices is coming. Experts say. Um, residential real estate market has screeched to a grinding halt and some economists believe that the home prices are about to drop significantly. This just came out this morning, the Monday after Thanksgiving. And you, I'm telling you, you couple this with all the things that are happening inside of the economic world right now. There are so many things that are taking place. And people are not paying attention. Uh, Amazon guy, uh, oh, good grief, I just went blank uh, on his name. Guy owns Amazon. Said, "Listen, it was an interview two weeks ago. Said, don't buy anything major. Don't TVs. Don't like that's a dumb idea. They just laid off over ten thousand employees at, at 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 Amazon. Like this stuff is serious business, guys. And what we're doing is not paying attention, and we we don't think anything's happening." Well, we'll be fine. We'll be fine. I'm telling you what's about to take place is there is going to be a... We've got to do this to have the economic reset. The great reset that's coming. We've got to have all these major crises come into play. And China's using COVID to lock everybody down. Here in America, they know that they can't... I don't think they can lock us down like they did. I, don't think, I just don't think people are going to do that. I don't think we're going to stand up like and like wage war against it, but I don't think we're going to stand up against it. Not in that way. Uh, maybe a, maybe a few thousand, but not not by the by the hundreds of millions. Um, because there's still goofballs walking around with masks on. Like that's just that blows my mind. Um, I'm telling you though, you watch this 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 digital currency pilot program that they got for the next twelve weeks. They're figuring out the function that the, the wording on it was trying to figure out the functionality of how to make this thing successful. Why? So that they can put this into real the real marketplace, into the into the into the stream and set up people and say, well, cancel the paper dollar and have a digital dollar. And what are you gonna do with a digital dollar? You can, can you can turn people's accounts on and off. You can turn their money on and off. If they try to spend their money on certain things, I heard I heard somebody just say. I mean, I shared it not too long ago in, in, in one of my podcasts, where they can well, the, your your account can only work in a certain radius. Your your account will only um, be activated in a certain mile radius of your home. Like that's that's one of the predictions of this thing. Now, I I, I don't know if it's true or not, but man, it sounds plausible. It sounds believable. Um. Another one said to me, "Here's the deal: you you've eaten too many hamburgers this week. You're not uh, you're not agreeing to the green the green plan. And this is the ultimate. Do- they're they're using the green New Deal and the green going green, living green, in order to control humanity. And so they're going to do it through those couple different mechanisms: finances, because you control people's money, you control them, you control how they get money. Because here's the deal: the majority of Americans." Are living paycheck to paycheck, literally getting a few. You know, we get a paycheck and we're you know we got and spend it on our bills and frivolous things, and then we're out of money until our next paycheck. Like we have nothing in savings. There's no money sitting in savings to be able to buffer us against major problems. We are fixing to see some major things go down, and if we're not careful. Uh, there is going to be a full-fledged collapse. 
But I believe that that's what has to take place. That's what is that, that's what's going to happen. They've already told us, like Klaus Schwab in his creepiest voice, by 2030 you will own nothing and be happy about it. Really? I'm going to be happy about owning nothing? Why? Because I think it's going to be so bad. I think it's going to get so horrifically bad that the government taking over control will bring relief to the everyday American. Like I, 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 This COVID thing will be a distant memory. Yeah, that was the good old days. There's, by 2030, that's not very long away. We're in 2022, fixing to step into, we're like 40-something days, 30-something days till 2023. We're almost there. And I'm like, holy cow, what are we doing? What's our, what's our move here? I think that there's fixing to be an economic downturn, an economic collapse of per, just massive proportions. And what are we doing? We're not paying attention. We're ignoring these things. Why? Because we are deceived. And we have our, our minds completely wrapped around other things. And I think the, the, the majority of Americans have their heads focused on the trans thing, which, I, listen, I, I've been fighting that fight too. I'm not against making war against this, this idiocy that is known as the trans movement. <laughs> I, I heard something this morning. I went to breakfast with some friends. And a, and a girl was identifying as a cat and the parents convinced and pushed on the school to put a litter box in the girl's bathroom so that this girl could use said litter box instead of a toilet because she identified as a cat. What are we doing as parents? If you, like, you don't deserve to have a child if you're doing that. That's child abuse. That you're allowing your child to, to live in a fantasy world to the point where they're actually using a litter box to, to eliminate waste. You are a child abuser. Like that is insane. But that's where we are. When you deny the truth, this is a Romans 1 culture. When you deny the truth of the gospel of the Lord Jesus Christ, when you deny that God created the world, when you deny that God is sovereign, when you deny that God is God, and you believe all, like you're going to believe lies to the point where you you pressure the school to put a litter box in the bathroom so your kid can go to the bathroom in a litter box. You as a parent. If you do that, you're a child abuser. If you take your child to a trans drag queen show and you let them tip, put, tip, tip and put cash in a waistcoat of a grown man in a strip club format, you're, you, you're a child abuser. Like that is insane. And here's, I, I predicted this. In 2015, when Obama legalized gay marriage, I said, it will not be long before we are in the midst of legalizing pedophilia and, and making that normal. We're there, folks. We're there. We're allowing things through this 
this insane identity, uh, what I identify as, what's my pronouns, my identification is I, 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 I identify as I, he, he, she, the, they, them, them, it, whatever. We're doing, like, there's, there's no stopping it. The guy on the East Coast that identified as a goat had prosthetics made so that he could go out and graze like a goat. <laughs> like, that's a thing. And the reason we're going to have this economic collapse is the world is absolutely denying God. The reason we're going to have this chaos is because we have mocked God for decades. And the scripture says, listen, God is not mocked. He will not be mocked. He is the sovereign king. The the dam of his mercy is only going to hold so long to hold back the pounding waves of his wrath. Like that's the truth. And and I I look at the things that are happening in the world today and I'm just flabbergasted at what we do. And and here's the thing, we can get mad about this, but here's the 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 truth that if it weren't for the grace of the Lord Jesus Christ, I'd be in the same boat. I would be in the same boat. John Chapter 3, verse 36 says, Whoever believes in the Son has eternal life. Whoever does not obey the Son shall not see life, but the wrath of God remains on him. Like, that's the truth. Whoever believes in the Son has eternal life. Whoever does not obey the Son shall not see life. What What does God demand? That you repent of your sins and trust the gospel. Ask God to forgive you of your sins. Ask God to forgive you and to cleanse you from your unrighteousness. And this is the thing. This is the beautiful thing is that God has made the promise that he will forgive us. Like he's made the promise to you and I that he will forgive us for our sinful behavior. He will cleanse us from all unrighteousness. 1 John 1, 9. But the prerequisite is that you and I repent. We confess that out loud. Lord Jesus, I am sorry. I said that I said I spoke at a school this morning, and that's what I told the students. I said, God will forgive you based on his word. Not because I said so, but based on his word. Whoever believes in the Son has eternal life. Whoever believes in the Son. If you believe that Jesus is God, you trust the good news that Christ is God and he came to the earth as a man, was born of a virgin, lived 33 years perfectly, died on the cross for to, as a substitution. A substitution, because that's what you deserve. I deserve to go to the cross. I deserve to be whipped with a cat of nine tails. I deserve to have nails pierce my hands and my feet. I deserve the crown of thorns on my head. I deserve that robe wrapped around my back and then ripped off of me. I deserve all the things that Christ got. That's what I deserve because of my sinfulness, because I've lied, I've stolen, I've cheated. I've had lustful thoughts. I've committed adultery. I have, I have um, committed fornication. I have done all. Th- I've done it all. I've hated my brother, my sister, the way I, sh- I shouldn't. The scripture says, if you hate your brother, you're guilty of murder. I'm a murderer at heart. I deserve God's wrath. 
But the Lord Jesus Christ has provided a pathway for us to find freedom. What is that pathway? If we repent of our sins and trust that Jesus is who he says he is and what he did on the cross was more than enough to fix our condition, what? You have eternal life. You have eternal life. Whoever believes in the Son has eternal life. It's that simple, but we complicate it. We complicate it. And why why are we in such a mess economically, politically, socially? Why are we in the mess we're in? Because we've denied this for generations. We've ignored this for decades. We've mocked this. And we said, God, I know that you created me as a boy, but I identify as a woman. And you made a mistake, God. I know you created me as a man to love a woman, but man, I, I love other men. Uh, God, I know that you've designed me to be the man of one wife, but you know, I like having multiple women. And listen, that's, that's not something new. Look at King David. Look at King Solomon. Those are guys in the Bible. Now, Were they right? No. Did God sanction those things? No. Did God okay those things? No. And because of their sin, they had repercussions. Solomon and David both had, they had all kinds of problems because of their lust and their insatiable desire for sexual immorality. Now, what was their, they repented. They trusted the Lord. That's what we need to do. We need to trust Jesus. We need to repent of our sins. We need to Trust in the finished work of Christ on Calvary's cross. That's, that's what's going to fix us. But I'm telling you, man, we're, <laughs> we're in the boat we're in economically. And I'm telling you, we better buckle up. Prepare for impact. This thing's about to get messy. Prepare your house. Spiritually, mentally, physically. And I, I, mean, I want to come back in a year from now and say, well... <laughs> I was wrong on this, but I wasn't wrong about COVID. I looked at all the stuff. Look at all the people that are presently dying now. They've had the COVID shots. They're all they're mysteriously just dying left and right. I, I, I contend still that that is the reason my father died. He got that stinking COVID shot. He got the booster. Anytime he could get a booster, he got a booster. Because he believed the media hype. He believed the media hype, just like so many other human beings believed the media hype. I'm telling you, we're silly. We're silly. But here's the truth. Here, here's the hope. Okay, let's, let's, let's back this. Let's bring it, bring it home here. The hope of this is that Christ is on his throne. And not one jot, one tittle has escaped the sovereign grip of the Lord Jesus Christ. Like Jesus is in control. He's on his throne. And all of these things are, everything's being moved into a particular place to bring glory to Jesus Christ. All of these things are going to be brought about, I believe, to propel the gospel into the atmosphere so that men and women would come to know who Christ is, repent of their sins, and trust in Jesus. And God gets glory out of that. And listen, we got a part to play. God's called us into this. We've got a part to play in this. Everybody can do something different. Engage in the culture. En- engage with these people who have different ideologies. Engage with them. Have dialogue. Now, 
we all know that they're not going to rationally listen to us. They're going to try to shut us down. They're going to yell. They're going to scream. They're going to cuss. You be faithful to be obedient to do the right thing. Just follow through. Even if they yell at you, even if they mock you, even if they do the things that, that, are, that are evil and wicked, Jesus says, I'm with you in the midst of these things. Even though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I will fear no evil. Why? Because the Lord Jesus Christ is with me in the midst of that valley. That's the truth. And that's what we need to, we, we need to hold on to that absolute sovereign truth, that Christ is sovereignly in control of all things, and that he knows all things. And whoever believes in the Son has eternal life. Whoever believes in the Son has eternal life. That's John 3.36. For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten Son, that whosoever believes in him would not perish, but have eternal life. Why? For God did not send his Son into the world to condemn the world, but in order that the world might be saved through him. Whoever believes in him is not condemned, but whoever does not believe is condemned already because he has not believed in the name, the only name of the Son of God. Woo, come on. Time to step up here and trust in who Jesus is. Okay? Father, thank you for the truth of your word. Thank you for the men and women who hear this broadcast. God, I pray that you would be glorified. Pray that you cleanse my heart of sin, purify me of my iniquities, Father. God, I thank you for your grace and your mercy and your love for me. God, forgive me where I have been foolish and not obeyed, not listened, not done what's right. God, I have fallen short. I have oh so fallen short. But God, I know that your grace is more than sufficient. And I ask that you would fill me with your spirit. You cleanse me, purify me, set me on the path that you want me to be on. And use me for your glory. Be with every man, woman, and boy and girl that hears this podcast. And I pray that you would bless those homes. You convict people that need to be convicted. There would be people that would repent of their sins and they trust the gospel because they hear this. Oh God, help us. We need you so badly. It's for your glorious and beautiful name I pray all these things. Amen.